Hello and welcome to The Shape of Work, a podcast series by Springworks. My name is Anoop and I am your host. Each week we'll be talking to top people managers across the world on the future of work and how it's shaping our workplace. So sit back and get ready to find out more from these movers and shakers as we have a no holds barred anything goes conversation with them about their journey, their insights, their thoughts, and most importantly their ideas and vision for the workplace of the future. Join in on the conversation. Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Welcome to another episode of the Shape of Work podcast. Joining me today on the show is Angad Singh Manchanda. Angad is a co-founder and partner at Merge Infinity Private Limited Network. Welcome to our show Angad. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks been? Angad for giving us your time and then uh, getting into this conversation so that our listeners can get the best benefit out of that. Sure. Yeah. Angad just Enough before time. we could start our uh, discussion on podcast we were just discussing a lot many other things. then from where you started your uh, thing and then what interests you and then you touched base upon a little on uh, the hr and all those things and then can you please uh, take our listeners through your uh, career journey for the benefit of uh, our listeners of course uh, firstly thank you thank you for having me here it's uh, yes. uh, we already had a small conversation so i'm i'm glad that we're doing this yes um so starting from my career it's it's not your conventional career type so you'll have to uh, keep your uh, like imagination open and because that's that's basically how it started so i finished my um uh graduation from bombay uh, mumbai university and uh, then i did my mcom and uh, masters in commerce and while i was doing that i started working at this uh, my first job was it was recession because heavy recession during that mm-hmm. time i think this was in 2007 2008 so i think okay. that recession hit us so i started working as a financial analyst mm-hmm. in uh, e-clerks uh, i don't know if you've heard of e-clerks yeah. uh, they're they're almost like a consultation firm that does work with like global brands so i was working with dell uh, as a financial analyst for i think approximately uh 6 months or a year and you okay. know uh coming from a bachelor in management uh, from mumbai university to going to a financial mm-hmm. analyst position domain and uh, picked it up because uh, they actually said that my analytical skills were good and they did like i think that time i i gave it on eight rounds of interview for one oh. position okay and and it was like an executive level job so i think we started from there uh moved on for 6 months there and then they promoted me they said that okay we are giving you a promotion and now you can become a senior analyst or something and i, I was i was absolutely uh like supposed to be happy because usually people took like 2 years to one and a half years to get promoted and i was doing some decent job and uh, the next thing i know is that i'm traveling back home and i have a promotion letter in my hand and okay. i'm like this is not working i don't okay. want to do this for the rest of my life okay. like if i accept this first kind of uh, you know promotion letter i'll be basically doing this because then it becomes more tempted every yes. the temptation levels keep on rising and i was Correct. like okay you can't and, and and while it was a great job i didn't see myself sitting behind an excel sheet and doing only that yes yes and uh, so i quit the next day and uh, i could the next day i started looking for uh, opportunities in uh, creative and communication and uh, 
uh, so I started this, uh, started working for this uh, advertising agency, which was like a 10 member advertising agency in Bombay. Okay. And uh, I started working there at like half the salary of what I was getting paid as an analyst and 3x the distance of travel that I was basically doing. Like mm-hmm. it was hardly like three kilometers from my place, the previous job. And this was like 15 kilometers ahead. Okay. So okay. Started working in advertising as a social media manager, uh, started managing small brands, grew the team, started uh, working, like grew the team to like, I think I was a part of the team where it became like a 70, 75 member organization mm-hmm. uh, and uh, like was managing around five, 10 brands, then moved from uh, one company to another, work for an international firm uh, in advertising itself, then spent around, I think, five, six years in the social media domain and the digital marketing domain, learned a lot of things, worked as a copywriter, worked as a, uh, I think, started off as a copywriter, moved to social media management, moved to business management and client servicing, then uh, started working as a media buying and planning uh, strategist, uh, then was heading the piece for Red Bull uh, India on communication with one of the agencies mm-hmm. as a 100% resource and basically was working in the advertising domain for a long time. And one day I realized that I was great at what I was doing. And all my mm-hmm. seniors were like, okay, you can handle this. And, you know, I was, I was very young. I'm talking about like, I think I was like 22 or mm-hmm. when I was mm-hmm. leading teams uh starting business units in in agencies and saying okay you should do media or you should do this or you should do that and we should do this and i think one day i realized that okay i've been doing this for other people and you know growing their forms uh why not see how i will do on my own so i think that's the and you know yeah and that's the beginning of uh, chimpanzee and clubbing was my uh my one of I think you, my best friend as well as my first cousin. And he was also as ambitious as I was. And we both were sitting and having a, a fun conversation one day. And I said, you know what? I'm tired. Like, you know, can we, uh, you know, we should do this. And he said, okay. And I came back with like a report in like two days. And I was like, you know what? This is what we should be doing. This is how we should place our brand, business plan, etc., etc." And uh, I said, okay. And we both, I was in, I quit my job and he quit his college. Okay. Uh, like he was doing his, uh, I think, masters. The mm-hmm. second year, he was like, "Okay, you know what? Let's just get into this full pledged." Okay. And I said, "Okay," and uh, that's how we started chimpanzee in, in his living room in, uh, of, like you know, you know, you know, like in a flat in Bombay. Okay. And uh, started on a living room ka dining table, and <laughs> we like you know, like we collected old laptops from family and friend, and like started it from. From there, and I think that's cut to today. We are a 250 member team Excellent. out of India, as well as now operating in North American countries and in an office in Toronto as well. Excellent. So that's, that's a great journey. And you know, just to just to add on to this, uh, I think one of the best things is the fact that you know all the services that we provided were the the things that I had learned in the past. So, you know, I got into filmmaking, I got into writing, I got into a little bit of designing and, you know, all of this. So basically, that's what we started doing at Chimp and Z Inc. also. Okay. So that's a little bit of a flashback about what the career looks like.
and oh, Excellent. I forgot to mention that I also did uh, a one-year stint in uh, insurance. In okay. Between, uh, I think the first three years of digital marketing, I was like, okay, this is getting a little dirty. So, mm-hmm. it was not structured. It was very unstructured. That time, people used to do anything and everything under the sun, yes, the yes. pretense of like a retainership or something. So, I think at that point, I was like, okay, this is too much. So, I, I worked in uh, insurance agency. For like, I was an insurance agent for a year, and okay, then I got okay. back to digital. So that's okay, a little okay. bit of a background on the career. Excellent, graph. <laughs> excellent. Well said. So you're given uh, given a lot of things, telling that okay, multiple things can be done, but as long as you've got a vision to do something, and then you wanted to start on your own, you can always do it. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. You could, you could say that. Actually. Correct, that's correct, correct. Yes. Uh, so you were just talking about your writing uh, hobbies and all that, right? So, in fact, I was also looking at one of your article in, in India today, and then you have spoken about uh, digitalization uh, uh, also there. So, in your opinion, Anga, do you feel that digitalization in the industry is uh, not just limited to marketing, like most of us know about, but uh, mm-hmm. has also transformed processes like uh, recruitment and onboarding? So, what's your uh, take on that? I mean, if you think of it in the last one and a half year of the pandemic, uh, nobody has interviewed someone face to face. Nobody has hired someone after learning about their uh, physical appearances or the way that they behave on a uh, personal one-on-one meeting or even uh, in terms of managing people over the last one and a half year has everything has been happening with the help of digital and yes. with the help of technology and with the help of a screen. Like let's, let's just say that today the human being who was sitting in front of you has been replaced by a screen. screen now, the yes. beauty about a screen is that there can be 30 people sitting in front of you today. Yeah. So I think digitalization uh, was something that needed to happen. It, it needed to happen and the world was asking for it and, and people were asking for it because it also gave us time to do things on our own space and uh, not by a clock. Yes, and I think yes. the, and I think because of, if you think of it, we've basically moved from a prehistoric age where we were doing things the old way to right. a age where we've been kind of restricting ourselves to get into complete digitalization because of the lack of maybe initiative from our own end. And I think the pandemic just made this happen. So if you look at it from that perspective, we've just been doing what we were supposed to do five years back because technology has been available for five years. Technology has been available, but we've not explored working from home. We've not explored uh, hiring from home. We've not explored uh, reviews sitting in our own comfort zones yes and so i think if you look at what we we are doing today is we've just accepted it and we are just going with the flow yes and there's no rocket science in it 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 was a software that's been like skype uh has been there for years right and if you look at it but we actually started using it at work in the last three years true so digitalization is something that's happened across the board from hr to hiring, to your review systems, to your, uh, even your uh, onboarding, offboarding, all of that together has basically been transformed because of digitalization. Yes, yes. Right. So I think we've just like accepted it and uh, we didn't have an option. Uh, we were forced to accept digitalization because of 
nature and the way things went mm. but i think we've done a great job yeah i mean if you look at it we we've, we've actually done a great job people are enjoying their personal and professional space suddenly mm. they actually have like time to sit down and have lunch with their family and then go back to work without having to travel for 2 hours every day and you know the kind of traffics uh, the traffic conditions in in any part of the world today. so i think it is a great job so i think yeah specialization yeah. has changed for a i did i i hope i answered your question definitely yes it, it <laughs> made a lot of sense for us definitely true great so now now coming to one of the campaigns that you were just running on uh, just reading about that about the pride of advertising campaign is one of your popular campaigns that yes. you went through right so it totally shows the value of the diversity and inclusion which is very important to the organization these days okay and then you have spoken about that very well in the your campaign that uh, diversity of inclusion in the organization do you feel that corporate needs uh, more of such initiatives uh, to make the company's culture uh, a little more established see it's it would be wrong for me to take credit for this campaign because uh very honestly we should have done this five years back okay okay <laughs> because if you if you look at the way we just discussed digitalization and how the pandemic made this happen similarly so is inclusion a very similar topic that yes. inclusion and diversity is something that should come naturally to an organization yes and should right. not be having to be built after a certain point of time like for example people from different uh, parts of the world people from different uh, parts of the world like people from different career paths people with different uh, societal backgrounds people from different uh, preferences and mc pride of advertising was just a part of it right like it's it's yeah. just one section that we are opening up to because it 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 was long pending it it's something that the the community deserved it's something yeah. that everybody uh, deserved to to actually get that acceptance from people and from professionals and from work and from families and i think what we can only do is just tell people that there is an equal opportunity available for anybody yes and uh, i think that was packaged by the team very well uh, our uh, head of co- corporate communications uh, sumitro is someone who represents this community in the most beautiful way possible and i think Uh, when uh, that the idea came by the team they actually appreciated it and and we created like an entire campaign around it because and uh, i've always been pro inclusion okay because, okay uh, not only from a culture perspective but also from a business perspective like i believe that the more inclusive an organization and the more diverse an organization is the yeah. better it is even in your books because when everybody gets an equal opportunity everybody puts their heart in their work and automatically that affects your and affects your your books as well which is yes. a positive inclination in your profits and of course your productivity and of course your culture which indirectly drives the whole you know system mm-hmm. so I, i i i believe that we were a little late mm-hmm. and this should have been done in year one but okay. uh, having said this i think uh i'm just glad that we're doing this and i'm just glad that there are others who are from the similar kind of industry who are looking at these campaigns and who are saying you know what this is something that even you need to do and if you're okay. if you're if you're taking a kind of the first initiative which mm-hmm. is 
uh, are really late. But if you're taking that initiative, I just like the fact that uh, people are following and mm. people are seeing that and appreciating it, like how you appreciated it today. So thank you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. Right. Well said. Well said. <laughs> so, uh, Ankit, uh, uh, you just shared your view in the business world uh, sometime back, and then you just told about how people are addicted to entertainment on the phones today. So, unlike earlier days that they used to that hook onto the TVs or anything like that. Today, people are addicted to phones on the entertainment. And the only way to grab their attention is to is by feeding them some more in, uh, entertainment uh, topics on brand pages, what your opinion was. So do you think that the same quirky approach could be used even for uh, employers' branding as well? I, I, I think that, see, employer branding is a serious conversation. Yes. And... Uh, but everything serious has been converted into entertainment for the consumption to go through the consumer to the consumer like if you're talking about a financial product right you use a cartoon to explain the financial product yes, you make yes. a mascot to feed the consumer what they're trying to say mm-hmm. so similarly employee branding also can can try using a, a little form of fun and quirky kind of creativity yes to communicate things to the masses or your audience okay. and i think there's nothing wrong in it and i i'm of a, i'm i'm someone who believes that if you can entertain please entertain yes like right if you can entertain anybody and if you can if you're a brand and if you're an organization and if you're a company or if you're even even if you're part of a government sector, and if you can bring a smile to someone's face by doing something that's going to communicate your message yes. in an easier way, why not? Like it's a simple thing where if you can make a, someone smile, first make them smile and then right. get them to do you know what you want them to do. I mean, yeah. instead of just putting out a saying, hey guys, I would like you to Correct. come down to this and I say, you know, like something fun. <laughs> So, so getting their acceptance first and getting them uh, uh, feel comfortable is very important, right? So for them to just uh, yes get through what they want, to, what we actually want to communicate and then what we actually want them to accept for. So getting that comfort level initially is very important. Exactly. And, you know, just to add to that, like if you think of it like employees and companies, right? The relationship mm-hmm. is pretty complex. It's not yes, yes. right? It's, it's like, oh, uh, we're either good for the firm or... Yes we are doing something negative and and it's always been like a very like you know a b2c kind of communication which is very boring and yes, my yes. thing is that if you can bring your like usually the employees are here and the company basically talks from here yes, like, yes. but if the company can come to the same level and talk to the employee yes. and i'm sure that the employee will listen better i mean True. the employee him or her is going to hear out the company with a lot more interest than just like a transactional kind of relationship. Correct. Correct. Yeah, that, I, I hope that answers. Yeah. So, Angad, we've been talking about employer branding and then we've been talking about employee engagement. Let me just ask you something uh, on the same lines. So, do you feel that the every even employee engagement has become a huge uh, part of the work culture today? And if so, uh, what are the ways that uh, you at uh, Chimpanzee are uh, doing for the employee engagement? So, See, employee engagement is an uh, is a continuous activity. Like it's yes. not it's not something that you can do for like you know how earlier advertising was about doing that one big campaign a year and then not doing anything for the rest of the year. Correct. 
today it's become something that you have to do every day so similarly employee branding also needs to be done on an an actually a continuous period of time so that you can think and you can execute campaigns and you can bring people closer and and i think right now is the time to do a lot more employee engagement and branding exercises than you've ever or any firm has ever done in the past because employee morale was affected by the pandemic yes true. and it's for example we've done a small thing uh for our 8th anniversary which was in the middle of the pandemic i think it was march 2021 was our 8th anniversary and okay. what we did was we basically created like a a gift box okay. where we made customized masks like water bottles like diaries pens t-shirts hoodies and made like an entire joining box with like uh, even like a lot of detail in it with a note on top of it and we actually shifted it down to all the employees okay. and whoever was joining the firm during the lockdown and we had like 120 people join the firm during okay. lockdown like during the last one one and a half year there's been like 120 new additions to the team mm-hmm. now if these 120 people were joining they we tried to send as many joining boxes to these people who would see it and you know because you don't have any physical appearance correct you don't correct. know how to how to project the culture of the organization yeah also. so the culture has to come from correct. these small activations like okay yes. like if there was women's day we sent like donuts to people if there was uh, like um, you know like for example if there is a social media engagement going on like uh, the pride of advertising then we had to basically use it for the pride month and then right. there was a like, continuously there's something or the other that's going on because if you do, if you stop doing that you actually lose uh, an opportunity to connect with your people and when i say your people you mean your employees your partners your vendors so i think that's that's extremely important in today's time and age where there's no physical contact there's no uh, lunches that you are having on the table sitting together there's no like team lunches there's no uh, there's a lot of lack of human touch and human interaction which can be which cannot basically be uh, compensated with these things but at least you are reaching like 50% of where correct. you were supposed to be correct and i think people appreciate it like people really appreciated the smaller things like uh, you know oh they called us when they came to know that the, our family was affected by covid or they got their uh insurance the you know they've got our insurance covered they've got our this thing covered they've got people calling us from the hr team asking us in regular intervals of time saying okay just how are you doing so i think it's it's the smaller things that actually matter during the last few years yeah empathy is what that matters a lot right yeah i mean yeah, that's no, what can keep the building no, going on yes yes 100% empathy is the only way hr can work right. right and in my opinion also it should be a continuous process uh, that has to happen you just gave an example in the beginning also right that the uh, the advertisement days the older days we used to just have a big campaign and after that there is yeah. there was a gap that used to stay in the mind of people for a long so there is a strong belief also right out of sight is out of mind so that's the reason the small clips keep on coming so that that reminder has to keep on going that yes okay this is what is happening there is something like this exists similarly yes, even for yeah go ahead go ahead yeah, yeah please 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 yeah so even here also in the in the organization level i think uh, what you rightly said was that that continuous connect with the employees matters a lot a small uh, act will just give them that kind of a confidence and then they'll get a feeling that okay yes there is somebody to that with whom my organization is there where i can lean upon my organization on my uh, tough day so yes. automatically automatically their their productivity increases their contribution towards the organization increases 
and everything has to happen seamless and then uh, an honest uh, effort on that has to go on uh, yes and and just to add to that same thing if if you look at the kind of uh, the consumption patterns that human beings are using today like yeah. we, we are consuming a lot more than what we were consuming ever like i think we've never yes. consumed so much content so much information so many campaigns yes. so many yeah. news so many like articles and i think if you don't continuously talk to the con- to your people they actually yes. think that you're not caring enough correct true so it's true. important to do like a continual exercise Yes, yes. Yeah, that's that. But we've yeah. been doing that from from year one. Even when we didn't have the kind of budgets that we do, we used Correct. to do like small activities. So, so yeah. Yeah. So again, coming back to the same kind of a topic that we just also discussed about that uh, remote work as one of the things that's become the need of the hour today, right? So the kind of situation is pressing for most of us to just work remote. And uh, so, in your opinion, uh, Angad, uh, when companies have shifted to the remote work, a lot of process like employee recognition. one on one meetings with the team members have gone totally digital so do you feel uh, this has created a slight burden on the organization or uh, or has it proved as beneficial so what's your uh, take on that see um, people whenever you look at people working from home if you look at it from an employee perspective yes it's it's a privileged person's game it's it's a privileged person's uh, like you know escape saying you know if someone's got like a, a great house with like a personal room where you can sit down work and like not get disturbed by things around you that's a very privileged conversation yes however india is is still a far way from where we are right now to where we need to be for working from home being an actual positive thing for the masses so i believe that while uh, the privileged 2% or 3% of the country can sit down in their ac cabins like uh, yes. <laughs> and say hey you know what uh, employee brand employees say working from home is great and you are having a great time but i i think we have to be a little more empathetic when we talk about these things right it's good for your balance sheets your expenses have have gone down your right. overheads have reduced you've got a seating capacity of 150 people you can hire 250 people you yes. can get in uh, because you don't need them in office every day your right. work life balance is also getting improved for for majority of people but however it's it, it's too early to say that we can basically work like this forever because there are people who i know who are having a lot of trouble sitting at home and working and for them coming to office and working in 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 this time is an actual escape yes and we we and i think that it would be unfair to them if we say that okay working from home is the way i think it's a great thing i think it's an yes. extremely good way forward for the world i think the world has already started it however india is still like 2 3 years behind it and i think yes. over the next few years when the standard of life increases uh, you'd see that working from home has become like a normal mandate and it's not like a thing that happens in certain areas so i think from that perspective it's 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 good now if you talk about how is it working for the companies i don't see it as a big problem i think that companies are doing great we've yes. all evolved we he, being human helps us adapt to changes around us so we can actually adapt to those changes pretty fast we've understood how do we 
talk to people one on one we've understood how do you in uh, you know keep in touch with people we've understood how to basically keep the culture going on even when you're sitting from home yes. we've understood that okay you can't remove personal anxiousness on your juniors or your right. teammates right. because that's also something that we realized like <laughs> in the initial place in the initial times we had a, we had a lot of experiences where people were basically very frustrated with the way of life and yes. they were trying to remove it on their teammates mm-hmm. so i think we then we got in touch with psychologists we got people on board we got doctor, doctors on board we got like uh, sessions with people so i think if you understand that this is the only way to go and if you don't have an option then you kind of adapt to that change and i right. think if you look at it from a perspective of uh, working from home um, we've done pretty well like the yes. whole country has done decently right. Uh, like it's done pretty decent if you if you look at it from that perspective True. and we adapted yes and uh, many times the technology was was best made use of uh, during these days yes and yes i mean if you if you look at it like uh, i believe that one thing that really helped india in, the, in this last two years and working from home made something is that your calls got aligned yes so your basically your time got distributed in buckets which was yes. predefined and the first one month people joined in late people joined in early people joined in a little they saying oh i couldn't come but slowly they all understood the importance and value of time correct which is a great thing which is something that i'm really happy for because something that we've kind of explored and we've understood that this is the way forward and the world was doing it right india needed a little bit of alignment uh, alignment and <laughs> i think we've kind of done that and you know you can't blame us also like the 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 conditions the traffic a little bit of you know indian standard time to, uh, was something that we were adjusting with but i yes. think now we've done a great job and we've Excellent. planned our days well so i think working from home is working for us for sure yes 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 yeah yeah angad uh, it was really wonderful talking to you and we would definitely love to uh, have the discussion continuing uh, forward but again Sure. As always, I'm times sure. are constrained, and then we also know that uh, you've got uh, many other things to do. So, thank you so much for accepting our invitation and being a part of our podcast show. Thank um, you. It's been a pleasure speaking to you, Yash. Sure, sure. We'll get connected soon and then uh, discuss further on this. For sure. Yeah. Thank, thank you so you. much. Yeah, I wish you all thank the you. best. Stay Bye-bye. safe. Bye. 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 Have a great day.